Welcome back to another installment of the BS Sports Podcast, College Football Edition. This week, week five, I'm going to run down the games, do a little uh, review of what happened, and then look ahead of week six. Week five really had a lot of big matchups that I was excited for, and almost all of them fell in their face, unfortunately. I was extremely disappointed in a lot of the big matchups we had. A lot of ranked teams playing each other and just not competitive. I don't know if these teams that were ranked just ranked above what they should have been, or if the teams that killed them are legitimately that good not really sure it's only week five we'll figure it out once conference once we get in the meat of the conference play the first game we're going to talk about the friday night game big 10 why are we playing on friday nights what's going on here i mean seriously friday nights it's for high school football it's simple don't don't do friday night games that's high school football don't do that that's ridiculous iowa hawkeyes take on the maryland terrapins Iowa wins 51-14. to I thought Maryland was going to keep this close. They were undefeated going into this game. Tua, or I'm sorry, Tua's brother, Talia, I can't say his name, threw five, five interceptions. That's nuts. I think Iowa had seven takeaways in this game. Iowa looks the part. Iowa looks the part. They look really good. 51-14, Iowa takes it. Uh, next game, also on Friday night, BYU Cougars, 34-20. to BYU is undefeated right now. 34 to 20. BYU's in the top 10, I believe, in the new AP poll that came out. I, I, I keep marching, I guess. I, I don't know what BYU is. I don't know who I don't know who they are. I don't know. I've seen one game. I saw BYU Utah. BYU won by nine points. They've beaten two ranked opponents. They've beaten Utah and Arizona State, both at home though. They play Baylor on the 16th. That's probably the hardest game they have left. At USC maybe. I I don't know. If Baylor keeps winning. Or I'm sorry, if BYU keeps winning, they're an independent school. So I, I highly doubt they're going to get a college football playoff if they end undefeated. We'll see. You know, they're all, I, I think they're going to trip up somewhere. Next game we got, a game that I was really looking forward to. I was really hyped. Uh, I thought this was going to be one of the better games of the weekend because I thought both teams were contenders, honestly, for the college football playoffs. Arkansas Razorbacks. At the Georgia Bulldogs, man, Arkansas fell on their face. No points. Arkansas didn't score at all. 37 to nothing. Georgia takes it in Athens. I really thought KJ Jefferson was going to be able to do more with his legs. Was going to be more dynamic than he was. Once Georgia blocked that punt in the first quarter, it was over. Georgia blanked them 21 to nothing in the first quarter, and then just kind of put it into I, I don't know autopilot really. Stetson Bennett starts. He gets the starts here for the injured JT Daniels. He goes 7 for 11, 72 yards. Nothing amazing. Uh, James Cook, 12 carries for 87 yards. Zamir White, 16 carries for 68 yards for Georgia. Two touchdowns. Georgia's defense, just absolutely insane. Just insane. Uh, Georgia has only had one offensive touchdown score on them, I believe, this entire year. Arkansas put up 162 yards. 162 yards of offense against Georgia in this game. And they were, they, they beat Texas. They beat Texas A&M. They've beaten good teams. I think Arkansas is a top 15 team, but against Georgia, I mean, Georgia's defense, Georgia's defense is the best defense in college football this year right now. And from what I've seen, Georgia is the most rounded team. I think you're splitting hairs between Georgia and Arkansas, but uh, Georgia's the best-rounded best full team right now in college football. 
Next game, we got Ohio State taking on Rutger in Rutger. Ohio State looked the part this game. Ohio State did what they were supposed to do. They took care of business. C.J. Stroud, 17 for 23, 330 yards, five touchdowns. Travion Henderson, who is going to win many awards in his illustrious college football career. I think he will be a Heisman frontrunner, not this year, maybe next year. Uh, at some point in his career, I believe he will be in contention for the Heisman. Will he win it? Who knows? But he'll be in contention. This kid is talented. Eight carries, 71 yards, one touchdown. Chris Olave finally looks like he's getting comfortable with C.J. Stroud. I don't know what was going on. Five receptions, 119 yards, two touchdowns. It might have been an effort in this game to, hey, we got to force the ball to see uh, uh, Chris Olave. If we're going to be a team that competes in the college football playoffs and in the Big Ten as a whole, got to get Chris Olave involved. Ohio State looks like Ohio State. They did what they're supposed to do against an inferior record team, 52-13. to 13. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Another game, probably the second game. I was hyped for three games this week. Two of them disappointed horribly. The other one did not. This is the other game that disappointed horribly, in my opinion. 21-42, Alabama Crimson Tide destroys Old Miss. Obliterates them. 42-21 to 21 sounds like a much closer score than it was. Old Miss scores 14 in the fourth quarter. It was it was 42 to seven. I mean, Bama just rolls them, rolls them. Bryce Young, 20, uh, 20 for 26, 241 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Brian Robinson Jr., 36 carries, 171 yards and four touchdowns. That's an Alabama team of like four or five years ago where they're just running the ball down your throat and daring you to stop them. I mean, just busting, busting him up. Jamison Williams, former Ohio State Buckeye. I'm so glad he's found a place down there. He, he, he left Ohio State for Alabama and has really shined down there. Five receptions, 65 yards. Man, I, I am getting so hyped for the Alabama-Georgia SEC championship game, if, if that's what it comes down to. I think Georgia's the only team that can stop Alabama right now. I know Florida cl played him close. We'll talk about Florida later in the show, but... Bama and Georgia look like the two most even matched teams right now in college football. Bama rolls Old Miss, probably remains number one in the polls. You know, it's splitting hairs between Georgia and, and Alabama right now. Uh, upset City, Oregon, goes into Stanford and gets beat in overtime. Oregon, they had uh, C.J. Verdell gets injured. Sewell gets uh, thrown out of the game, I believe. Thibodeau, or, or Sewell got hurt, and Thibodeau got thrown out of the game for targeting on kind of a BS call. I really thought Oregon was a better team than this. They went into Stanford, a Stanford team that was 3-1. and one. You know, it's an away game, and they just, they did not look the part. They didn't look the part. Anthony Brown, Oregon's quarterback, 14 for 26, 186 yards and one interception. Tanner McKee, Stanford quarterback, 20 for 36, 230 yards, three touchdowns. I don't know how much injuries played a part in Oregon losing. Uh, I mean, they had two of their best defenders down against Ohio State and still beat them. They uh, Sewell came back, uh, but he was injured a little bit. Thibodeau uh, thrown out of the game for targeting. C.J. Verdell, who was huge in the Ohio State game, did get injured, went out. I it, it, yeah, like I said with Clemson, when Clemson you know, lost to NC State, they took the ACC out of the college football playoff picture. I think this loss right here. Oregon, Oregon had to remain undefeated. 
I don't you're not gonna have a one loss Oregon Ducks team in the college football playoffs. There's too there's too many good teams right now. A lot of football would be played, but I think this loss take takes the Pac twelve out of the college football picture. Next game oh man. Indiana Hoosiers zero Penn State Nittany Lions twenty four. Sean Clifford seventeen for thirty three, hundred and seventy eight yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Kayvon Lee, eight carries, 74 yards. Michael Penix Jr., what's going on with this guy? Coming into the season, I thought he was going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the Big Ten. He has looked atrocious. He's just looked terrible. 10 for 22, 118 yards, one interception, 34.6 QBR. I know Penn State's a good team. They're 5-0. and But Indiana, uh, Michael Penix Jr., I, I don't know. I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on with them. I I thought Michael Penix Jr. and Ty Freifogel was really going to be a dynamic duo in the Big Ten this year, and they are not. Falling on their face, 0 and 2 in conference, 2 and 3. Uh, Penn State Penn State runs. They just they just run over them. Uh, so another one of my top pretenders, Oklahoma, number six, Oklahoma, 37. Kansas State Wildcats, 31. How do you let Kansas State get that close to you? Spencer Rattler, 22 for 22 for 25, 243 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Kennedy Brooks ran for 15 carries, 91 yards and one touchdown. It's coming, Oklahoma fans. It's coming. Oklahoma's not a top five ten. Are they a top ten team? Maybe they're not a top five team. Excuse me. They play Texas. They're at home next week. What is Texas? What what is the Big Twelve? I don't know. I think Oklahoma drops at least one game somewhere in here. They have to They have to go to Baylor. They have to go to Oklahoma State in the season. I, I see Oklahoma dropping dropping a game somewhere around here, whether it's in the whatever they call the Red River Shootout now. That's changed its name, right? It's not the Red River Shootout anymore. It's the Red River Rivalry because shootout was <laughs> a negative connotation. Uh, I, Oklahoma has to drop a game, right? Oklahoma's not going through the rest of the season undefeated, I don't think. Next game. This game lived up to the hype. This was one of the three games last week that I was super excited for about this week, and it lived up to the hype. Oh, man, what a moment. Cincinnati Bearcats go into Notre Dame. Defeat them. 24-13. Desmond Ritter, 19 for 32, 297 yards, two touchdowns. Jerome Ford, 17 carries, 67 yards. Alec Pierce, six receptions, 144 yards yards how big how big of a role did jack cone getting hurt play in this game i mean jack cone was 14 for 22 114 yards gets hurt drew pine drew pine is that how you say is that how they said his name i watched this entire game and i don't remember yeah i think it's drew pine nine for 22 143 yards and one touchdown i don't know how big of an issue jack cone getting hurt and coming out of this game was for notre dame but i can tell you cincinnati's a good team Cincinnati is a good team with a great head coach and a leader at quarterback. This guy is a man. Desmond Ritter should be in everybody's top five for Heisman voting right now. He might be the number one. I know Matt Corral at Ole Miss is a good quarterback. Desmond Ritter might be the number one quarterback coming out of this draft, possibly. We'll see what the rest of the season holds. This is the same Cincinnati Bearcat team that hung with Georgia last year in the bowl game. Blow for blow, hung with them. If Cincinnati goes undefeated the rest of the season, what are we going to be looking at? I mean, because 
you're going to have, if Ohio State goes undefeated the rest of the season, something's going to happen. Ohio State plays Michigan undefeated. Ohio State plays Penn State undefeated. Penn State plays Iowa next week, both undefeated. I mean, these these conferences are going to cannibalize themselves. Everybody's going to have at least one loss. Georgia and Alabama, I don't think that really matters if they have one loss. Both teams are getting in if they take care of business the rest of the season. Who does Cincinnati play? Temple, UCF, they're at Navy. Tulsa at home. Tulsa looked decent against Ohio State, but, you know, that was kind of when a, the Ohio State team was growing up. SMU, they have them at home. They're the only ranked team. ECU, they're at East Carolina. I I could see Cincinnati winning out. In, in a scenario where Cincinnati wins out, you have a one-loss Big Ten champion, whoever it is. So, you know, what, what are we going to do here? Is it going to be two SEC teams, a one-loss Big Ten team, and an AAC team in the college football playoff? I hope so. I, I hope so. That would be great. Uh, all right, another upset, huge upset. I, I, I didn't see this coming. This threw me off. Florida Gators, 13. Kentucky Wildcats, 20. What the hell? What? <laughs> Are you serious? Kentucky? Kentucky's 5-0. and Will Levis for Kentucky, 7 for 17, 87 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Emory Jones, 23 for 31, 203 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I got to tell you, I am extremely sad I went to bed and didn't watch the end of this. Chris Rodriguez, 19 carries for Kentucky, 99 yards, one touchdown. Emory Jones, 13 carries, 63 yards for Florida Gators. I watched maybe halfway through the second quarter. You know, it was a close game. Florida was ahead 10-7 to 7 at that time, I believe. So I thought, man, Florida, Florida will come out second half, take care of business. It won't, it won't even be close. And I wake up the next morning and Florida lost by seven. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Kentucky's undefeated. They're 5-0. and That's a nice story. When's the last time Kentucky football's been, I don't even want to say relevant, just decent? When's the last time you can think of Kentucky football being decent? Because I can't remember. I, I don't know. I, you know, is Kentucky going to be a a player in the SEC East? It's probably not. But I, they're second right now, tied for first in the SEC East. <laughs> Oh, man. Bad drop game by Florida. Bad drop game by Florida. Next game, Michigan Wolverines take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, what is going on with Wisconsin? It, I said this last week. This is not the Wisconsin teams of old that are just going to run it down your throat. They ran for 43 yards. Graham Mertz, how did he win the battle over Jack Cohn for quarterback at Wisconsin? Graham Mertz, 8 for 15. 115 yards, one touchdown. Cade McNamara for Michigan, 17 for 28, 197 yards, two touchdowns. Michigan ran for 112 yards for and a, a touchdown as a team. Michigan just dominates Wisconsin. It was a close game going into halftime, 13 to 10. Man, Michigan came out of halftime and just dominated them. Just dominated them. Wisconsin only scored one touchdown. Wisconsin's 1-3, 0-2 in conference. Michigan Wolverines, 5-0, undefeated right now. Looking good. I think Jim Harbaugh finally has this program. How many how many years have we said this though? I think Jim Harbaugh finally has his program on the right track. It it could could they remain undefeated all the way to the Ohio State game at the end of the season? Possibly. Not likely, but possibly. That would be that would be huge. 
a one-loss Ohio State team, maybe, against an undefeated Michigan team. Man, the, the, the Big Ten East is loaded. Is loaded. And they're all really good teams playing at a high clip right now. Mississippi State, 26, Texas A&M. What did I tell everybody last week? Texas A&M and Oklahoma are pretenders. They're not good teams, and I don't understand why people were overrating them at the beginning of the season. Neither one of those are good teams. Will Rogers for Mississippi State, 46 for 59, 408 yards and three touchdowns. That's an NFL line. You don't get lines like that in college with that many passing attempts, that many yards. That's an NFL passing. <laughs> uh, Zach Calzada, quarterback for Texas A&M, 12 for 20, 135 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Isaiah Spiller, running back, Texas A&M, 16 carries, 100 yards. Texas A&M is not a good team, guys. Super overrated. I don't think they're the best. Uh, I don't think they're the second best team in the West. I think Arkansas still is, despite what happened earlier this week. I think Arkansas is the second best team in the West. Uh, UL Monroe goes in and plays Coastal Carolina at home. Coastal Carolina takes care of business, 59 to six. Uh, Grayson McCall, 13, 13 for 13, 212 yards, two touchdowns, 95.8 QBR. It's pretty damn good. Uh, Reese White, 15 carries, 95 yards. Isaiah Likely, five receptions, 95 yards, two touchdowns. The Shants are a nice story. Coastal Carolina is a, a good story. You know, they're, I think they're a little bit below what UCF, or I'm sorry, what Cincinnati is now. They might go undefeated the rest of the year. You know, 15 might be a top 10 team at the end of the year. They're a good story. They're a good story. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, 31, Michigan Spartans. I'm sorry, Michigan State Spartans, 48. Michigan State, still undefeated as well. Peyton Thorne, 20 for 30, 327 yards, one touchdown. Kenneth Walker the third, 126 yards and three touchdowns. Bailey Zape, or Zap, I don't know how you pronounce that, 46 for 64. 488 yards and three touchdowns. They just slung it all over the place. QBR, 69. <laughs> nice. 65 passing attempts in this game by Western Kentucky. <laughs> They're just slinging it all over. Slinging it all over the place, baby. Unfortunately, they lose 31-48. to Michigan, the Sparties, stay undefeated. Fresno State Bulldogs versus Hawaii. I told you! I called this. Fresno State was favored in this game. It has to be hard to go out to Hawaii and play. I mean, that, that just has to be tough as a kid, college kid, go out there. <laughs> 28 for 50, Jake Hanner. 28 for 50, 388 yards, three touchdowns, four interceptions, though. That's that's the story right there. Next game, Baylor versus Oklahoma. Baylor loses. Undefeated Baylor loses to Oklahoma State, who who stays undefeated. Spencer Sanders, 13 for 23, 182. One touchdown, but three interceptions. That's not good. Jalen Warren, 36 carries, 125 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, the Big 12 is kind of like the Pac-10 in the ACC now. Who cares? Oregon, I mean, uh, excuse me. Oklahoma's not going to come out of there undefeated. These, these three conferences, Pac-10, Big 12, ACC, I mean, they're kind of playing for their own bragging rights. Nobody's going to challenge for the college football playoffs in any of those. In any of those. Arizona State, 42. UCLA Bruins, 23. Uh, Jaden Daniels, 13 for 19, 286 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Rashad, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Rashad White, nine carries, 69 yards for two touchdowns. Once again, I mean, the Pac-10, they're just going to – you're not going to – you're not even probably going to have a one-loss team. They're just going to devour each other. 
Uh, Arizona State four and one, UCLA Bruins three and two, UCLA Bruins fell out of the top twenty five in the AP poll. Auburn number twenty two, Auburn four and one, Auburn beats the LSU Tigers nineteen. I was wrong. I didn't think Auburn would go down to Baton Rouge and win. They did. Bo Nix twenty three for forty four, two hundred fifty five yards and one touchdown. Bo Nix also the leading rusher, twelve carries, seventy four yards, one touchdown. Max Johnson for LSU for LSU LSU. 26 for 46, 325 yards, one touchdown, one interception. What is Auburn? What is Auburn? Is this one of those years where Auburn just kind of plays under the radar, goes into the goes into the Iron Bowl with one, maybe two losses, and upsets an Alabama team? Where is that? Where is that out this year? Is that is that in Tuscaloosa? It's not. It's not. It's not in Tuscaloosa. Auburn has that game. Auburn has the Iron Bowl at home this year. Oh man, that's gonna be interesting. I this kind of feels like a season where Auburn flies under the radar, goes a sne- sneakily has one maybe two losses, and comes up and, and bites Alabama right in the butt. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Louisiana Tech, the NC State Wolfpack. I thought they were gonna have a letdown game. They didn't. Took care of business against Louisiana Tech. Uh, they went at 34 to 27. Devin Leary, 255 yards on 23 for 36, two touchdowns. NC State ran for 167 yards. Ricky Pearson Jr. 90 90 yards. Uh, Zonovan Knight 85 yards, both with a pair, or both with a touchdown. Ugh, I don't know what NC State is. I don't know if if that win. I mean, they lost to Michigan State earlier in the season by 14, by two touchdowns. The ACC, like I said, just just crap, just doo doo. Speaking of more, actually, the last two games are ACC doo doo, so we're not gonna waste much time on them. Number 24, Wake Forest stays undefeated, 37 to 34 over the Louisville Cardinals. Sam Hartman, 23 for 40, 324 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Last game review, Clemson, they won 19 to 13. DJ Uolongolole, 13 for 28, 207 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Clemson's not good, guys. They fall out of the top 25 in the AP poll for the first time since 2014, I believe. Clemson's not good. They're not a good team. Uh, the, the ACC, the best chance they had of being in the college football playoffs was them, was was Clemson. <laughs> it's done. The two, the two losses, done. Donezo. Now we are going to week six, the preview. Thursday night game, Coastal Carolina versus uh, Arkansas State. Coastal Carolina on the road against Arkansas State. I, Arkansas Arkansas State, they're one and four. Coastal Carolina takes us. They go on the road, Thursday night game, they take it. What's the, 17 and a half is the, ee. If I was a betting man, take Arkansas, that's a huge spread. Over under a 70.5, Jesus Christ. Friday night, we got two Friday night games. Temple goes into Cincinnati, takes on Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a 28.5 favorite. There's no upset here. There's no letdown. Cincinnati's not losing at home with Desmond Ritter. I know the Notre Dame game was huge. I know it was a big kind of crowning jewel, feather-in-the-cap type game for Cincinnati, for Luke Fickle, for that program. There's no letdown here. No letdown. Uh, next, we got a 10:30 game Friday night. It's the Pack. I just the Pack 10. Just don't care. Who cares? Stanford's going into Arizona State. Stanford just coming off the big win against Oregon. I don't know. Who cares? 
<laughs> honestly, give, give, give me Arizona State. All right, let's now start on our Saturday games. We have Maryland at Ohio State. Ohio State's taking care of business. Ohio State's a 20-point favorite. I think they've got stuff figured out on the defensive end. I think they've figured out kind of what they were doing wrong, how they were playing. Ohio State wins big. They're flying to the ball. They've finally sort of gotten on their trajectory, their track. Ohio State takes it. 3.30, Georgia-Auburn. Oh, man. Yes. Give me some of this. Give me some of this. I I keep waiting for a team to be able to score on Georgia's defense. Is Bo Nix the guy that's going to do it? This is in Auburn. It's in it's in Jordan Hare. UGA is a 14 and a half point favorite. UGA is going to win this game. Is Auburn going to keep it close enough? Who's going to start at quarterback for Georgia? I don't think it matters. Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels. Hell, I could start at quarterback for Georgia, and I'm pretty sure we could get to the SEC championship. That defense is insane. Georgia. Give me Georgia. Next game, Oklahoma versus Texas. The Red River Valley shootout, whatever the hell it's called now because we can't say shootout anymore. Oklahoma's favored by three. Ah, man. Texas, they're ranked 21. Give me Texas. Give me me Texas in the upset. Give me Texas in the upset. Oklahoma drops a game here. Michigan State versus Rutger. Michigan State's only favored by five. They got to go to Piscataway. There's there's no home field advantage in Piscataway. I think there were 16 Rutger fans in the stands for this game, or for the game against Ohio State last week. Give me Michigan. Give me Sparty. Give me Sparty. They stay undefeated, and they cover. Uh, another game. This should be a good game. Arkansas travels to Oxford, Mississippi, and takes on Old Miss. Both teams who got destroyed the week before by Alabama and Georgia, respectively. Matt Corral versus J.K. Jefferson. Or K.J. Jefferson, I'm sorry. My Les Dixie had kicked in there. Oh, man. Mississippi, Ole Miss, they're, they're favored by six and a half here. Is Arkansas legit? Are they a legit team? Is Matt Corral, you know, is he going to be the number one quarterback this year? Is he going to be the Heisman favorite? As much as I love Arkansas, I think that's a bit of a homer pick. Give me Ole Miss. Yeah, give me Ole Miss. Give me Matt Corral. I think Lane Kiffin gets this team back on track. Four and one. Vanderbilt travels to Gainesville. Ben, oh, my God. Florida is going to beat the ever-loving bejesus out of Vanderbilt in this game. Vanderbilt thought that 62 to nothing drumming against uh, against Georgia a couple weeks was bad. Florida's, Florida is going to beat the brakes off of Vanderbilt. After that loss to Kentucky, that upset loss versus Kentucky, Florida big. Florida's a 38-point favorite. I would take Florida to cover this game. I would take Florida to cover. Boise State goes to Provo, Utah. BYU, 10, ranked number 10, 5-0. Only a five-point favorite. Give me BYU. I think BYU wins this. BYU might go the rest of the season undefeated. 3-30, Wake Forest. Who, who the hell cares? Wake Forest goes to Syracuse. It's the ACC. Wake is favored by 6.5. Give me Wake to cover, I guess. I haven't seen Wake or Syracuse play. But they're both ACC teams, and Syracuse hasn't been a good team since Greg Paulus was the quarterback there. 24-ranked SMU travels to Annapolis to take on Navy. Navy 1-3, not looking good. SMU, a 14-point favorite, two touchdowns. SMU, I guess? I don't really know what to make of this game. SMU. Next, my premier game of the week. My premier game of the week. There are some great matchups this week. I was hyped about last week's matchup. Only one lived up to its to its name, to its hype. 
Georgia-Auburn, good matchup. Oklahoma-Texas, good matchup. Arkansas versus Ole Miss, good matchup. I think all three of those will be competitive-ish games. This is my main game of the week. It's on Fox, unfortunately. Four o'clock kick in Iowa City, Iowa. Penn State undefeated. Iowa undefeated. Battle for the Big Ten right here. Battle for the Big Ten, East and West. Who's going to win this? You know what? Before last week's slate of games, I would have said Penn State. I'd have said Penn State. I would have picked. I would have picked Penn State. But seeing what Iowa's defense did last week against Indiana, Iowa's a two and a half point favorite. Give me Iowa, and I think Iowa covers. I think this is a twenty-seven to twenty-four type game. Twenty-one to fourteen, twenty-one to seventeen type game. I think that line is about spot on. And I think this is going to be one hell of a game. This is going to be one hell of a game. Give me Iowa at home. Not winning by much. But I think they cover that two and a half. I think they win. Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa here. Next game, Michigan at Nebraska. Harbaugh's got this team rolling. Harbaugh has got this team rolling. Michigan's only a three-point favorite in Lincoln. Give me Michigan. And I think they cover. Give me Michigan, and they cover. Notre Dame, they travel to Blacksburg. Virginia Tech's a quiet 3-1. Notre Dame's only a a 1.5-point favorite here. This game will probably be taken off the books, depending on what happens with the backup quarterback situation at Notre Dame. Notre Dame was a pretender. I told you guys that last week. They take care of business in Blacksburg, though. Notre Dame's a a point-and-a-half favorite. I'm taking a lot of road teams. I'm taking a lot of road teams. I don't like that. Give me Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame. I think they cover that one and a half. LSU travels to Lexington, Kentucky. Letdown game right here. Letdown game right here. Market eight. Kentucky's a three-point favorite. Give me LSU. Give me LSU and the points, and I think LSU wins this game outright. Alabama. Texas A&M. I told you guys Texas A&M was a pretender. They're not They're not a top 15, top 20 team. They're not going to compete. Alabama's 17.5 point favorite. Give me Alabama to cover on the road in College Station, Texas. It is an 8 o'clock kick on CBS. That place is going to be jumping. Give me Alabama. Nick Saban knows how to get a team ready. Last game on the docket for this week, for week six, Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska. New Mexico. Travels to Carson, California, taking on San Diego State. San Diego State, 19.5 point favorite. I have no idea who the hell either one of these teams are. I've not seen a minute of their gameplay. But that 19.5 points, give me San Diego State. They're at home. think they take care of business, number 25. Guys, there are a ton of great matchups this week. Ton of great matchups, ton of good games. It, it, the Big Ten is wide open right now. The Big Ten is wide open. The SEC is really being a battle between two teams. Lots going to be determined this week in the, in the in the Big Ten with these matchups. The more we get into conference play, the more we'll see kind of what each conference has. We're just going to run down the top ten teams real quick in the AP 25, kind of give you my thoughts on them. Alabama, number one, can't argue with that. Georgia, number two, in my opinion, it's a 1A and 1B. I don't think there's a ton of stuff right now that, that splits either two of the teams. So, you know. Georgia, Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, how are you going to rank them? We'll figure that out at the end of the season. That's the great thing about these two teams. Iowa, number three, Penn State, number four, Cincinnati, number five. So far, I have no issues with this. So far, I have no issues with this. Oklahoma, number six, Ohio State, number seven. I think Ohio State's a better team than Oklahoma, but Oklahoma's undefeated right now. (coughs) And you can't, you couldn't put a one-loss Ohio State team ahead of Oklahoma. I get it. I get it. Ohio State, seven, four and one. Oregon, eight, four and one. 
How do you rank an Ohio State team right now at this point in the season? How do you rank an Ohio State team ahead of Oregon, an Oregon team that has beaten Ohio State head-to-head? How does that happen? Is Ohio State right now a better team than Oregon? Yeah, maybe. Are they going to be a better team than Oregon down the road? Probably, yeah. I, I don't understand how you rank Ohio State ahead of Oregon right now. Oregon holds the tiebreaker. Oregon should be ranked higher. Michigan, 5-0, and ranked number 9. BYU, 5-0, and wraps up the top 10 in the AP. I don't really have, other than other than Oklahoma, I'm sorry, other than Ohio State and Oregon kind of probably should have been swept, uh, you know, swapped. I don't really have an issue with that. I don't really have an issue with that. I think the teams who are legit contenders are up there, and this is going to shake out. We're going to figure this all out at the end of the season. Alabama and Georgia are going to play each other in the SEC championship, more than likely. Iowa, Penn State playing each other this week. Ohio State plays Penn State. Ohio State, if they win their conference, will play Iowa in the Big Ten championship. Michigan's going to play Penn State. Michigan's going to play Ohio State. Michigan State, they're looming at 11 undefeated. Michigan State's going to play Michigan. They're going to play Ohio State, and I believe they're going to play Penn State. All this is going to shake out. We're going to get a definite answer with who the best team is in the SEC and the Big Ten. And that's the only two conferences right now that have any business talking about the college football playoffs. The ACC, you're out of it. Sorry, you're out of it. Same with the, same with the Pac-10, Big 12. It's it's the Big Ten and the SEC. That's it. Those are only two teams. <laughs> I'm sorry, those are only two conferences. That wraps it up for week five, guys. Uh, thanks for stopping by. If you haven't checked it out, we also do an NFL um, we do an NFL podcast, just kind of recapping everything. Check that out if you like the NFL. If you don't, wait until the next one. I'm going to start to try to do daily or maybe once weekly, just recap of all the sports. Nothing particular, just everything. Just hit up everything. But as always, this is the BS Sports Network. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later.